Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of The Running Elephant. I'm Nigel Sullivan, Boopa's Chief Sustainability and People Officer. And I'm joined by Inyaki Arenu, our Group CEO. Hello again, Inyaki. How are you? Hello, Nigel. Yeah, great to talk to you. I'm here in London enjoying uh, the British weather. You look, you can enjoy, you can enjoy the British weather three, six, five days a year. It's never, it's never the same. Um, I'm, I'm broadcasting to you also from the UK, but from my home in Bath. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the customer pillar. And um, we've got six pillars in the strategy. Um, and customers, obviously, one of them. We'll come on to that in a moment. Each one of the six pillars has what we've called an emblematic project. What's an emblematic project, Inyaki? Good, and and, and because I, uh, it's a great question because I understand that probably the word emblematic is a bit something is a bit strange. So, emblematic project is is a project that has two beauties. So one beauty is the KPI, I mean the target itself, and the other beauty is what achieving that target implies. So what the company has built up that will remain there in order to achieve the target. So this is the emblematic project. So the idea going forward, um, Nigel, is that the six pillars are like a box and every 12 months we're going to add an emblematic project and when it is achieved, we will take it out and then we will put another one. Great. So, so in, in, in other terms, or slightly different, the, emblem, the emblematic project is achieving the goal of the project itself, but it's the message that the, that the project also sends about our intent as well. Exactly. Can you say a little bit about why customer is such an important pillar to us and why we have an emblematic project associated with it? For me, this is like the mother of all the questions. So why customer is the main pillar of our strategy? So three reasons for me. One is because it is it touches directly our ambition to be the most customer-centric healthcare organization in the world, as you said. Second thing, it is because this is what we are here for. And, um, and this is very well described by a company like Amazon or Netflix. And they say they're here to produce an excellent customer experience that will, that will make people have those apps in their mobile phone. So you, you, each of us, we can look to our mobile phone and see what are the apps that we have there. And all of them, all of them are related to companies that they produce an excellent customer experience. And the third thing is we need to think that health is not different from other industries. So for many years, we have probably abused that thinking that we are different our business is not going to be transformed. Health is more complex, it's different. And I think the main message is, no, we are not. So we're not different. I mean, we love health. We are health experts, but the way we produce health and we deliver health is the same as other industries. So this is the path. Being the most customer-centric means that the main pillar is the customer pillar. I'm hearing the customer piece as a tremendous opportunity for, for Bupa. But it's also, a, it's also a threat if we don't get it right as well. Is that right? Absolutely, um, Nigel. I think we have been, um, there's something very special on the way we, we have treated customers in Bupa. So we have a caring company. It has been in our values uh, for many, many years. And we do that very well. However, the learnings that we have talking to customers in the last years, now we need to put them into practice and modify the way we deliver our business to learn 
and to keep being excellent for our customers. So this is why this is the threat. The threat here is that if we don't do that, we keep just caring, but not learning and not adapting we do business. But there is an opportunity behind this. So if we believe that our job here is to produce an excellent customer experience, then Bupa will not remain relevant. Bupa will be will take the position that we all wanted to have, which is basically be number one in the healthcare industry in the world. And that, that takes me to another place, which is the expectations of customers of a, of a, of a, of a company or any service that they're receiving. Do, do you think customer expectations are changing and, and in what direction do you think they might be changing towards? Yeah, I, I totally, um, absolutely, Nigel. And I think the thing is that they treat our they treat health the same as others, as other industries. So the same level of of demand they're going to apply to us as they apply to other companies of other industries. And also, let's not forget that we now have new competitors. So in the past, a customer that was not happy with us because there were not that many not many alternatives, they would probably remain. But now there are many alternatives uh, because of the digital transformation that is happening in health. So now it's very easy for uh, for them to leave, to leave Pupa. So this is why we need to take this super seriously. Being the most customer-centric healthcare organization in the world is the pathway. If we do that, the future is amazing. Do you think it matters to customers what the actual company that they're getting services from stands for in the world? Do you think that's important now? Look, I think there's an evolution, um, and, and COVID, I mean, COVID, 99% of what COVID has brought is just negative and is a disaster. But there's this 1% of things that are positive, and one of the positive things is that from now to the future, everything that we do, not only companies, but all of, also the people and the families, will be directed by their own purpose and by our own purpose. Okay, so this is why I believe that the opportunity that we have in front is so big because we have always been a purposeful company and we're going to be even more purposeful in the future and this will link very well with purposeful customers and, and our customer base is it, it I, I get staggered really a little bit sometimes in yakipa the, the the breadth of customer base we we have you know we have people in their 90s and in, in care homes and we have some of the biggest corporations in the world as customers, and, and everything in between, you know, from a from a you know a you know a relatively straightforward dental checkup to maybe a really serious you know um, serious intervention in terms of uh, tertiary care of some some sort. Do you think cu- cu- the customer experience and the ethos is is common across those things, or do you think it has to be differentiated across those things? I, I think I think uh, Nigel, I think it's the same. So the same principle that. We can do better and we can provide an excellent customer service applies to a dental chair and a dental business to the job we do in our residents, in our hospitals and our insurance business. So this is why we have um, we have proposed this emblematic project called every business unit in Bupa will produce at least 250 customer experience improvements a year. And we have done this in purpose. And purpose means that every business unit is embarked, should be embarked in the same process. How can I do much better? And when you get into this process, this, then it's an endless problem. But because you are in love with the problem, then you are happy being embarked into a problem 
that has no solution. <laughs> because you, as time goes by, there will be more tools and more and more, more possibilities of being excellent. Are there any companies that, you, I mean, you mentioned Netflix earlier on in the conversation. I mean, are there any companies that really stand out in your mind as being, you know, really, really great at, the, at, this, at this topic? If you go to my, my mobile phone on the front page, I have the, the apps that I use more often. And then you see, I mean, Amazon is, is an app that I like a lot because of the customer experience they, they deliver. But, but there, I mean, there's, a, there's an app now here in, it's, that I use every day a couple of times. It's free now. Is the app of the um, of the um, of the taxis in in London? It's great. It's amazing. So it's uh, it's, it's and you know and and, and of course I have as I mean look uh, not a surprise that I have um, Netflix and I have um, and I have many more. So all of those the classics the classics that I guess is in what about you what's it, what about your mobile phone how is how is organized <laughs> what do you have there? I have the same same story. I mean I, I do. I know lots of people don't, and they're you know I know anybody. A lot, some of the programmers and stuff that are listening to us, you know, might have a different view about Apple. You know, I mean they they can it is a monolith, but they do, they really do, they really do provide a really great customer experience. And, and, and I've got the same apps of the life as you as well. I think we're the other side of customer experience for me is is you know um, I really and I, I know you do too. I really you know. And my my waistline uh, shows this as well. I, I really enjoy restaurants and pubs and stuff like that, and eating eating out, and you know the whole. You know, thankfully we're getting back to some some sort of hospitality normality. But I love it when I'm when 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 somebody really takes care of me as a person. You know, really says like, "What would you like?" You know, how how was it for you? And really, really that touch of of humanity. I I always. I always enjoy that uh, as well, and and uh, I've got some, you know, some people I know in in the restaurant trade here where I live in Bath, and 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 they, when when you turn up and they they know you by name and they they greet you and it's like you're going into their home or something like that. It's, and then obviously there's a transaction going on, there's business taking place between you. I really enjoy that. I think a personal touch always really helps, and it's one of the things that admire I admire so much when I I'm so moved and touched when I go into our provision businesses and see the care. And the attention that our people in the front line give to to give to our customers as well as as well as all the sophisticated stuff behind the scenes that we do, I just love the personal touch. Look, I, I agree. So, um, little story from my side and my wife. So, we have a cafe concerto uh, close to our home. So, they have um, they in the last weeks they had this uh, terrace and the terrace uh, with very nice. Um, they're very warm. They prepare everything very nice. So, we've been there. Quite a few number of times, so, and 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 is that feeling, no? So people really taking care of you. That's great. But also, let's not forget something that is very critical here, is that customer experience is not only like caring, because the caring is a is a is a very relevant part of all of this. But also, customer experience include customer outcomes. So the point mm. is, is things like pricing, things like the product definition and the coverage we offer, and all of that is included in the customer experience. So it's not just only being, let's say, like uh, caring and nice. It's, it's all of that. So it's all of what, um, because why I am totally like um, obsessed with Amazon is because, I mean, it includes the pricing. So it includes the, 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 how quickly they bring me what I need, uh, not only the product and the simplicity, but it's all of that. So it includes everything. Um, so this is why um, 
is kind of a is a is a main is the main pillar, but it's a complex pillar, and and we need to work um, deeply on it, uh, you know, to make sure that that we deliver our ambition. Just wanted to touch on, on another thing, Inyaki. Uh, so it, it is sort of straying into another emblematic project, but there's a. But I think people will be interested in this, to be honest. Uh, and I, I, let me let me let me go, and then I'll ask you the question because you, you've got the detailed experience on this. But one of the th- I love going to visit customers, but the, one of the problems for people like me and many executives, we go to a dental clinic or we go to a care home or something like that, and it becomes like a royal visit, you know. And I I never feel comfortable with that because people aren't, you know, they're really nice and they, they they want to see you, of course, but. They, they're not doing their jobs, you know, because they're showing me around and stuff like that, you know, and I'm sort of interrupting their day and I always feel bad about it. You know, I want to do it, but it's quite, take some organizing and stuff like that. And one of the things that we're going to do in the um, Agile culture um, piece uh, in terms of an emblematic project is to get our executives and managers and leaders to listen to customers' experiences and to make improvements to those experiences. And, and we're working on this, and it's going to be done through technology and, and what have you. But it originated where you were the boss in Sanitas. And could you could you explain, like a little, just simply what? Because I think people will be interested in this because they won't know too much about this so far. What happens behind the scenes? How does it work? And what did it mean to you and, and to improving customer experience when you did that app in in, in Spain? I think um, um, Nigel Vip great to take this uh, this question because it's, it's, again it's a very relevant one because um, I said at the beginning that we talk to our customers we we know what they want from us and we deliver that but then but then also we found on the journey that our the suggestions of customer experience improvements that are the best normally come from from our employees so this is something very relevant. So we, we started this process of building up this app with a lot of customer conversations. So we ask our people within this con- concept of we all count, we are all here, the train that is, the train or the transformation that is moving, everybody is there. Listening to customers was very relevant. But then we start asking our employees, okay, not enough. Once every six months, you need to be able to produce a customer experience improvement suggestion. And then we found what our, cost, what our employees were suggesting was more solid, more practical, and more ready to go than probably other suggestions we got. So this is why it's relevant to ask to our employees. But you know what? There is a process that has to happen also is by when we ask our employees, we need to tell them that they own the process because for example look a couple of stories from my side when i started me personally listening to customers for example i one of the conversations i heard was from a, from was from a customer that was saying she was complaining because when she got into the doctor consultation the doctor didn't look to her face and you know what i feel ashamed because i suffered the same being a customer but i didn't say anything in the past. So they said, so I think that we all need to realize that we own the whole thing. We own the company. It depends on us. I feel ashamed. So to haven't done anything before. So this is why I think it's so relevant that we, all of our employees, we listen to customers and we ask our employees and our employees, everybody comes with suggestions in order to produce this ambition. 
That's great, and Yaki. Well, you heard you heard it here, folks. You know, uh, customers for everybody. We're all there for the customer, and it doesn't matter what job you do. We're all there for the customer. And Yaki, thank you so much for taking the time again to talk to us. Really great to speak to you. So great, so great. Uh, I love these uh, conversations, Nigel. To be honest, and, and and thank you very much. Thank you to you. Thank you to you. And uh, thank you to, for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. If you want to get in touch, if you have any questions at all or comments, drop us a line at runningelephant at bupa.com. Make sure you watch out for the next episode and we're going to be discussing the growth pillar. Bye for now. <laughs>